another episode of Under the Influence. Yes, sir. This is episode 77. Is it 77? 7. 77. 77. 77. <laughs> As always, I'm Big Cass. Now I'm that guy, PM. We need a, uh, we ain't had a visitor in a while, man. We need somebody to come sit yeah. on the couch. Big Wayne said he was talking about it. He said, man, Florida man's crazy. <laughs> Who is it? Wendell. <laughs> yeah, the Florida man shit in the head, man. I fucks with it. Hell yeah. Uh, how you doing, brother? I'm all right. Like I said, I'm in the spirit. It's that Thanksgiving spirit for some reason. I don't man, know. I'm just ready to sleep in, bro. I understand. I told you I want to sleep in. I want to <laughs> lay in my bed. I'm going to get up out of my bed, put my robe on. I'm going to come out here on this couch and recline this motherfucker back. And I'm going to find some movies to watch. So you're going to get Uncle Phil on. Yeah. Need a cigar. That's the, yeah, I got no porch. <laughs> That's good enough. Hopefully somebody bring me a plate. If they don't, whatever. That's, hey, I feel you. I got some shit in the kitchen I can cook. <laughs> I make a turkey sandwich and mashed potatoes. I'll pretend this. <laughs> I get a plate though. Somebody love me. Oh. Uh, I guess we got, we got, I know we got one, one, one RV. We do? Man, oh, yeah, Ranger, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about The Green Ranger, man. Tommy, man. What's his real name? Jason David Frank. Okay. It's a hell of a name. He passed away at 49. Uh, if anybody our age, Jason David Frank was the Green Ranger, also known as uh, Tommy Oliver. Yeah. And uh, according to the Fraser family, he transitioned himself via yeah. suicide. They said how? They did not say okay. how. They did not say how. I know he had a couple of kids and an ex-wife. He had just been divorced from his wife in like 2019 or 20, but they had been together for like 20 years. That's right. And yeah, he had a couple of kids with her, so he survived by them. I didn't realize he was really a... Oh, mixed, MMA fighter? MMA fighter. Yeah. He was really a mixed martial artist. So rest in peace, uh, Jason David Frank. Yeah, better, known, better known to people of my generation. It's Tommy. Green Ranger. I think that's all we got for, uh, for RIPs. He was the Green Ranger and the White Ranger. I forgot about the White Ranger phase. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot too. about the White Ranger phase. So yeah, that's, that, that's all we got for RIPs. Um... R.I.P. Kanye was running for president. R.I.P. to be giving a fuck about anything he's doing. So sick of that nigga. So sick of that nigga, man. What is his slogan? He's the first rap candidate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to stop. No. Stop. You got to keep it going. He's man. got to keep it going. He's, he's got to stay relevant. Sick of that nigga. I understand. I'm sick of that nigga. Six, 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 six. Like he's not for me. He's not for you. Yeah, no, no. He's not for me. I'm just sick of that nigga. Sick of him. Hey, he got it. Hey, he done what he got to do while he's here. Hey. You know. But shout out to, uh, go ahead. What you about to say? I don't knock him. I just don't like the nigga. Yeah, shout out to them, uh, uh, I don't know what this group was that, uh, stood up for Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was protesting outside. Yeah. 
That shit was dope, man. That's, that's a movement that's needed. A positive, you know what I'm saying, structure. You know, I got to look at it. I was having a conversation the other day with uh, someone about the Kyrie thing. I don't feel sorry for that nigga, man. You know why? Why? Because they asked him what he meant by that. Oh, just posting a movie? They asked him what he meant by it, and then they asked him very specifically, are you anti-Semitic? And instead of him, I'll try to give him that answer. Instead of him articulating what he was thinking, which was, you know, the uh, black Israelites and I can't be anti-Semitic because that's our original homeland. Da, 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 da. Instead of him articulating that, right. he said some real smart ass nigga shit. I see what you're saying. And then after that, they got on his ass. They didn't just immediately get on his ass. They said right in his face, "Hey man." What did you mean by that? <laughs> I think I said it a couple pods ago when yeah, I was like, I think, yeah, I, that. I think we're missing an opportunity to educate each other. Yeah. Because if he'd have, if he'd have said, well, absolutely not, because. I see what you're saying. And then a motherfucker would have had to go do some research and they could, maybe they'd have learned some new shit that they didn't know. Because not everyone Which knows that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which they are now. But, but this nigga said some slick smart mouth shit and they went to doing what they do. They'll tear your ass up. Nigga, that's what they do. Yeah, that's true. Were you thinking we should have went as far as he shouldn't play? I don't think he should have went as far as any of that. Alright. I don't think I don't, I don't think, think the, none of that. I don't think the, the punishment is justified. I just don't feel sorry for him because I feel like he could have nipped it all in the bud before he got to any of that. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying on that. I yeah. yeah. If you say some slick shit to me, right, and then I walk up to you like a grown man, it's like, hey, bro, what did you mean by it? Like, and you say, I meant whatever you think I meant, nigga. And then I rocked your shit. You can't get mad because I punched you. Right. But if you'd have been like, nah, bro, I got a little out of hand yesterday, man. My bad. I said, oh, all right, bro. My bad. Like, hey, it went on better. But you say some slick shit. I think he got that smart ass mouth, man. He, he think he's smarter than every fucking body because he went to wherever he went to. Did he go to Harvard or some shit? You know, I don't know. The nigga went to like one of the Ivy League. I think, well, I believe he went to like one of the Ivy League colleges or some shit. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. And one thing that I know, and one thing everybody should know. And everybody keep talking about, well, if you don't, you say some stuff about black people, you don't get that same. Da, 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 da. Of course not, because we haven't put ourselves in a position of power. No, we haven't. We haven't put ourselves in a position of any type of power to 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 be able to change the trajectory of someone's career like that. Like we can do some small mediocre shit. God damn it, get on the internet and, and call Rant. a fuss until somebody gets fired from their job or some shit. But like some yeah, real, I what you're saying. Yeah. But like some real powerful shit. We ain't put ourselves in that position of power. And we ain't trying to. The 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 whatever, they've put themselves in that position. And the 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 Jewish people have put themselves in that position, bro. And so we sit around this motherfucker talking about why 
why every time somebody say something to them, they get this type of backlash. Nigga, because they put themselves in a position of power yeah, to be true. able to give the thrashing. Yeah. You're right about that. Everybody says that. But it's evident, though. Like, we don't have that. And the one thing about us, right? The one thing about us, every time somebody tries to go put themselves into a position of power, we get, they get chastised by the community so motherfucking bad <laughs> that everybody be like, fuck y'all. Yeah. And we all say that, too. But it, the, the whole crazy thing about it is we could shut shit down. Yeah. We could shut everything down like it was COVID. <laughs> we could shut it down and know what, what would they do? But nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, everybody's still having fun. That take for instance, the, 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 the Jay-Z NFL Super Bowl thing, right? Exactly. All right. Right now, from what I understand, Jay-Z... And Jeff Bezos trying to buy the commanders. Trying to buy the commanders. Yeah. If that happens, Jay Z would be the first black NFL team owner in history, and it all came from him doing business with them mm-hmm. as far as putting Super Bowl halftime shows together. You got to get into the room, bro. Right. You got to get into the room to be able to structure some change. If you don't get into that goddamn room, man, you just outside the motherfucker talking. And them, them motherfuckers got soundproof walls, man. They don't give a fuck about what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I promise you they don't fucking care, bro. Nah, they don't. They don't fucking care. But if you on the inside... That's why they got a suggestion box. <laughs> but if you on the inside... But see, this is also the thing, right? They don't care because it's out of sight, out of, my, out of sight, out of mind. True. If we in the same room talking this shit, bro, you care. Yeah, because I'm right to. here. You looking at me like we doing... That's like when you start seeing all the uh, <clears throat> the videos of how you know black men were treated when they get pulled over by the cops, yeah, and shit. And then everybody started seeing it like, oh, we thought y'all motherfuckers was joking. Lying. No, why the fuck would we joke about that? Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's how they was. Because for years, nigga, they just they hit you. What? Yeah, yeah. Bro, they're here yeah. to protect and serve. What did you they're do? They're here to protect you. Yeah, no. Nah. But you got to, but you got to be able to get in the room, like you said. Motherfuckers put cameras in the rooms, and nobody can see it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't feel sorry for Nick Kyrie, man. I mean, I feel like the the punishment was unjust. Yeah. But when he said, what are you saying? You saying he caused it on himself? He. Just, I, I'm, it's not, not, I'm not saying that he caused all of that because it's excessive. Right. But when he responded back like that, he knew some shit was on the way. I see what you're saying. He knew some shit was on the way. I said, and I personally believe that nigga will stand on whatever the fuck he believes in and say, and I, but I, but I personally think if he had just articulated what the fuck he was standing on and believing, it would have been a whole other situation. I think maybe he felt that was too easy. But but the thing is, bro, he just seems like that type of nigga. To me. But the thing <laughs> is, bro, it's not gonna affect nobody but you. True, yeah. you're not gonna fuck up them people, money. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he what. In 2020, it was 2021. He set out half the game because of that solution. It's a solution, you know. So yeah, he's used to it. You really at the end of your career, they look at you still a bad motherfucker, but they they sick of dealing with you. Stay hurt all the time. When you playing, you magnificent, but then when you not, you fucking hurt, nigga. (laughs) You supposed to be the golden child, but you only managed to sneak out one ring out of this shit. (laughs) Yeah. And that was with LeBron, nigga. He went over to Boston and fucked up. They got rid of the incident to Brooklyn. You've been fucking up in Brooklyn ever since, nigga. Like, they're not... 
inclined to like, the only one you're going to fuck up is you. True that. He could have saved himself some of that. Now, if he would have articulated himself properly and they still did that to him, I'd have felt like, fuck them. Why are they doing that to him? I see what you're saying. But. I see nobody really else focused on that aspect of it, though. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anybody at least say that. Yeah. You know, at all the podcasts and shit like that, the, the memes and everything, no one has said that, which you just said. Yeah, because when I watched it, bro, I'm like, man, them motherfuckers did not immediately jump down his throat. They, hey, man, what are you saying? Are you anti-Semitic? Like, what do, what do you mean by that? Right. And that nigga says some, some bullshit. weird shit. And they said, oh, really? Bet. Started with some bullshit. He said, okay. <laughs> no worries, my nigga. We'll take care of it from here. We'll, we'll take care of it from here, nigga. Speaking of them niggas, you heard that diss song? I'm twisting niggas. Your favorite nigga in the world. <laughs> this nigga. Charleston White. Fuck that nigga. Versus T.I. Yeah. <laughs> Which song are we talking about? T.I. did this song on him. Hard. And then Charleston. Yeah, it was hard. T.I. did song hard. Yeah. Charleston White song bullshit. <laughs> Catchy, but bullshit. T.I. shit hard. I haven't. I didn't even, I just now. Nah, I just learned that Charleston White had a song. It's 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 not even like a song. Oh, he's just talking shit, right? It's not even like him talking good shit. It's like um, I'm making sure he made it. You remember when? What's the the, the shit that used to be on? He said Frank the Remix God, and he would take like our little clips, clips, and put them together and put a beat behind yeah, it. Yeah, he still shit. do that. Yeah, that's how. Charles and shit, white shit sound. It just sounded like little clips of him saying some shit and over a hard up. beat. <laughs> but that shit T.I. said to him, that shit was hard as fuck. <laughs> I heard that shit. I said, oh, T.I. still got it. <laughs> Tip still got it. Him and Boosie's supposed to be coming out with an album together. I want to hear that shit. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> they said it's done. They just trying to figure out what to name it and uh, where to, um, who's going to put it out. They try to figure out what, what label they want to let put it out. Okay. He said where they wanted to land. Because I guess both of them is independent. Yeah. They could do it independently, but you know it's a when you do like a group shit like this, you can go get like a deal as the group and it don't affect either one of yeah, your personal, yeah, personal yeah. Cause so, that's that's what y'all sign in as that group. Yeah. Not an individual. So yeah, I'm gonna get sound like they it sound like they want to get like a major label push behind it yeah. but just for that project not our projects of that nature not I said you're saying y'all not about to interfere with our personal because the first time I noticed it was with Bone where uh, you know Flesh and Bone mm-hmm. where he's deaf jam but they were ruthless yep. you know what I mean and I was like how the fuck is that because you can go you know one of the first motherfuckers that did that was uh, that was the Wu-Tang structure yeah. When RZA got Wu-Tang signed as a group, mm-hmm. one of the stipulations that he made in the group contract was every artist had the ability to go get a solo deal. Mm-hmm. Whoever they signed to mm-hmm. in the contract, they had first right of refusal. Or, you know what I'm saying, they had, to, the, they, they had the opportunity to give the first offer. Right. But they didn't have to take it. They could go wherever. So that's why, like, the... the Wu-Tang would be signed here, but Method Man was on Def Jam. Right. Uh, so, so it's over here. 
Red Man and Method Man were on a whole nother label that didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hell yeah. And they can win that money around. They got to. Shit, as long as they make some money. I just thought that shit was funny, man. I was like, let me tell Cash. I didn't even want to send you the video. <laughs> I saw the trust to White Judy, man. That, uh, but yeah, that's that T.I. joint. That T.I. just is hard. Yeah. The whole song is hard. Like, T.I. snap it on that motherfucker. Okay. That nigga done went somewhere and sat down and, and re-T.I.'d himself. <laughs> Been through a lot. Yeah, you know that nigga hard. They tried to be a comedian and shit, and you know. And, you know, he just run around doing that shit. No. He, had, he had a little fun. <laughs> he had a little fun. He had gotten a little funk. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, you know. Listen, man, when you, uh, when you got that type of money and shit, bro, I'm assuming she becomes mundane. Yeah, he wants to go and try to do different shit off the bucket list. You go to the same places, you're seeing the same people. It's only so many new fly cars you can buy, and right. this, that, nigga. It's time to start like doing some shit. Yeah. And that nigga's like, nigga, tell some jokes. Let me try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? If it don't pan out, nigga, whatever. <laughs> Fuck up, nigga. Whatever, I go back to rapping. I'm really good at this. Hell yeah. And every time that nigga, every time that nigga been through some shit, them albums be hard, nigga. I don't know if the last time you sat down and listened to Paper Trail, the one he did right before he went to the penitentiary, the big single had Rihanna on the hook. I forgot the the fucking song. See, I can't. Oh, man, bro. This is probably about 06. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Six, seven, somewhere around there. I can't think of the name of the song. I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear it, but I can't get it. Uh, Live Your Life. There you go. Live Your Life. Uh, I, say, I can hear it, but I can't. That album? Yeah. Nigga, that motherfucker, the one he did right before he went to the joint, nigga, that motherfucker so hard. Nigga, whenever that nigga going through something, man, that nigga. Ah, he's a snapper, man. Yeah. I like T.I. Yeah, nah, he's hard with it. He's hard with it. Uh, since we're talking about rap people. Uh-huh. Um. They're saying that there could be a third suspect announced in the killing of Jam Master Jay. You know, they caught the niggas that did it. No. You didn't know that? No. I thought we talked about it on here. It might have been prior. When did they catch him? Well, with them. Uh, I remember that went on solve for a long time. Yeah. It ended up, I mean, I, if we didn't talk about it on here, it was recently when they caught him. Um, They end up being like some some of his guys. Some For real? That he was like fucking with. Cause you know he was doing the music at the studio yeah. and ended up being some little niggas he was fucking with. Uh, but they're the niggas that's, that's been arrested for his murders. Uh, Carl Jordan Jr. and Ronald Washington. They're the ones being accused of killing him. And they, uh, they start their trial February 2023. Yeah. The alleged killers may have blamed his death on an unified co-conspirator in their upcoming murder trial. So basically, it sounds like they're throwing somebody else under the bus with them to try and set it up. Yeah, to try and probably get some time off. Yeah, because it was a setup. Like they had to have the code to get in the studio and all this other shit. Like it was a setup. That's crazy. But it's. Even if they don't find a third nigga, man, it's just that's been so long ago, bro. I'm glad that 
somebody finally is, is, is being charged with it. Hell yeah. Like, uh, you know, we had kind of got into the habit of rappers getting rappers and shit getting killed and just nobody ever finding out. Yeah. But you know, here as of late, they've been on it. The, the niggas that killed Dolph, they on trial right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw a story out of Houston that's, that says the police are almost certain that they have have or know who killed Takeoff. All and right. they're just not releasing anything yet until it's more definitive, but they said... Uh, yeah, that's some big information. They right said there. that they said that they were overwhelmed with tips that were valid. Like, motherfuckers really... Because motherfuckers love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, the nigga that killed Nip, he's in, he's been trial on trial right now. So it was, they kind of, they on these niggas' asses now. Like, it ain't like motherfuckers just disappeared to the wind like yeah. they used to. Like, Tupac's killer did for a long Biggie's time. Biggie's killer. Biggie still, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They never found out who killed Big L. Nah. Nobody said nothing about it either. Mm-mm. I ain't. I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Big L was supposed to be that nigga. See, he was. He was. He was supposed to be me. He was that nigga. You supposed to be that. No, nah, no. Nah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I heard some funny shit. Was that? We gonna rap. You know the nigga Hobson? Yeah, Hobson. Skateboard rapper and crazy contact lens wearing. They say that he's the new Gucci. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> and it looks so real. <laughs> I seen that. I seen that. <laughs> I just like, all you need to do is not put in the contacts. Yes, I seen that. <laughs> Hobson was, uh, he was on a show though. So he was on Sunday Anarchy, one of them shows. He, he probably was. Yeah. Because I seen it. I was like, I man, it's fucking Hopkins. Like, <laughs> he was like, doing his little acting shit, man. He's a lot like, of them, uh, him, like him, Joey Badass. Like, a lot of them niggas there are semi-successful in music, man, are finding some real good success in, like, the acting world and shit. Uh, who, who else was trying to do it back in the Badass? West Coast rapper Badass? He's dead. I'm talking about back in the day when he mm-hmm. was. He was trying to do acting and shit, too. Yeah, he got smoked. I didn't know that, though. Yeah, he got killed, man. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. I remember that nigga, man. I remember that guy. Um, Elon Musk is fucked over Twitter so bad. Twitter's almost over. So, hold on. Elon Musk is fucking over Twitter, right? Yeah. Then, also, he fired motherfuckers, right? He went in there and fired like a large majority of motherfuckers, right? So, but does that have, hold on? Maybe I'm thinking about two different things. No, that don't got nothing to do with Amazon. Never mind. No, okay, never mind. Yeah, now Elon Musk bought Twitter. He went in that motherfucker. He fired a bunch of motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Then the motherfuckers he didn't fire, he was basically like treating them like shit. Yeah, not wanting to pay them what they've been getting paid and da da da. But see, the thing about it is, and well, long before I even get to that part, so they all walked out. They said, "Fuck y'all, fuck you, nigga," and left. Uh, that's smart. Yeah, and so you can bring them what you want. Yeah. They were saying that Twitter, uh, at the rate that it's going, it'll be like.
they're shut down in like a week because fired all the motherfuckers that know how to run it. Yeah. They said he was already experiencing like problems and glitches and shit overseas. So now he's done paid all this money. But this is the thing. That's the thing. That's the weird thing. You spent all that money on the motherfucker because it's an operating platform and it operates. And then you go in on shit, shit on everybody that makes it operate. Because he wants to bring in his own people. He wants everybody and he don't want a, a, a stitch of anybody from old Twitter. I see. It's about to change. I know. And the stocks are probably going to go low. Yeah. I know um, the, 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 yeah, because if I work there, bro, the thing about it is if you worked at Twitter and you like had like one of those jobs that we're talking about, you are probably really sought after in that field. Yeah. Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> I'll go to any of these other places. It's white office space. Yeah, I'll go over to, to, to the metaverse. I'll go over to Instawebs. Nigga, I don't, I'll go anywhere. I'll go over to fucking Tinder, nigga. Like somebody. Or <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll build their own. And then uh, they'll come out with, the, with a different one. One of them motherfuckers, uh, they went out there and set up a projector across the street from Twitter and was like projecting. Like, fuck Elon Musk shit across the Twitter building. Like, Elon's a such and such and such and such and such and such. But it was like running like a billboard. But it was from a projector. I said, man, you can't go fucking with the techies, man. Them niggas know, them niggas know this weird shit, They will. He reinstated Donald Trump on that motherfucker. Trump said he's not going back on Twitter. Trump daddy got his own web. Yeah, so he said he said he's gonna stick to his own shit. He's gonna buy all the Twitter people. The truth. The truth. <laughs> Social. That's, that's where that's the that's where they're going. That's where they're going. They going over to T Daddy. They're going to T Daddy's page. T Daddy page. <laughs> going over to T Daddy page. <laughs> that's the name of it. We going yeah. to T Daddy's. <laughs> that shit called Truth Social, man. I had made a page <laughs> on there and got accepted just as to get on there and see what motherfuckers was talking about. And it's what you think it is. What? Fuck you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you niggas and you Mexicans. They just, need a, they just need a place to express themselves. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what's going on over there, buddy. <laughs> I made a page. I made a page when he first announced it. I had my page sitting like the waiting list. And then like two months later, they hit me. He was like, we've accepted. I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't even deactivate my shit either. I just, I just started. They had, uh, they had to approve you. Yeah, they had to make sure you weren't no Antifas. Yeah. <laughs> they had to. Fuck them. <laughs> but shit. I don't give a fuck, man. Y'all can sit over there and talk as crazy as y'all want to. That ain't none of my business. I got one for you right here. What's up? Because uh, I don't know how I feel about this, but you know, this one, I believe this young lady's brave. Okay. Um, Father's execution. What? Yeah, that's what I call it. A 19-year-old woman asks federal court to watch father's execution. What did he do to her? I don't know. Jesus Um, Christ. Actually, it don't sound that bad. Uh, A 19-year-old woman told a federal court in Kansas City that she wanted to be present at the execution of her father, Kevin Johnson, 
<clears throat> Why you write it like that? Okay. Johnson is scheduled to be executed by the state of Missouri on November 29th. So a little bit after Thanksgiving. About my son's birthday. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's 37. He requested that his daughter attend the execution. And whoever Corey Ramey is, they told the court that she wanted to... Oh, like I said, it's a daughter. They never said her name earlier. Anyway, Corey, uh, Corey Ramey told the court that she wanted to attend as well. Whoever the hell just says. Uh, Johnson was convicted of killing a police officer. Oh, shit. Officer William McIntyre or McIntyre. Back in uh, 2005 in Kirkwood. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So the American Civil Lib- uh, the American Civil Liberties Union filed an emergency motion on November 21 because the law prevents Ramey from attending because she is under the age of 21. Mm. So the ACLU contends that the law violates Ramey's constitutional rights and serves no safety purpose. Uh, Ramey told the court that her father was the most important person in her life mm. and that being present during his life, his death was a necessary part of her grieving process. Jesus Christ. She's brave, like you said. Yeah, she's brave. You sit there and watch them uh, take your dad out. Yeah, she's brave. She's brave. You said, you said my son's birthday, hey, when this nigga was a baby, right? You know, uh, he'll be 13 this month. A couple weeks, about a week. When he was, uh, you know, first getting his talking chops together or walking chops together. So, you know, he's a, you know, a couple years old. Yeah. And he started walking like before he was one, but like, you know, actually like vocalizing like sentences. And she knows a couple years old. Man, so from like the age of like two to like maybe five or six, the nigga used to just walk around yelling his birthday like it was like it was a gang. And his birthday's eleven twenty nine oh nine, and this nigga just be walking down the street. Eleven twenty nine oh nine, nothing like he was spitting gang lit. They get the first step. I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" And I thought it was this nigga saying his birthday. Not twenty nine. I said, I'm trying to remember how he sat in my head. Eleven two nine oh nine. That's like 129909. 129909. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid, nigga? <laughs> 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 Just to fuck me up, man. That's crazy. Just <laughs> 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 to fuck me up, nigga. And then your mama came over with me. But this nigga will not stop. <laughs> I shit, I didn't know my birthday till second grade. Listen, Eleven two nine oh nine. I never knew what day. I just knew it came around Christmas. I'm like, okay, lights is going up. Birthday's coming. <laughs> Always remember mine is the day before Veterans Day. Okay, and my both my parents are vets. <laughs> so it was always something that was talked about in the house. Right. So it was always the day before Veterans Day. That's the thing nobody ever talked about it, so yeah. at least I never heard it. 
was the day before Veterans Day, nigga. So I, I just kind of always remember. I remember. I just remembered, like even in school, Veterans yeah. Day is such and such. And I'm like my shit's for them. Veterans Day is Thursday. My shit's Wednesday. Say <laughs> 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 hey, one of the most fucked up birthdays. It wasn't fucked up. It fucked me up mentally because I was always used to it being cold around my birthday. That's how I knew it was my birthday. Well, this particular year, we went over to the islands. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what I mean? And my folks came out with this cake, and they would start singing this shit. I'm looking like, what y'all talking about? It's your birthday. It's your birthday. I'm like, it's the summertime. Yeah. It's, it's not my birthday. me all the way <laughs> I was telling I was telling my kids. <clears throat> My whole life until I was in my late twenties, nigga, it was snow on the ground by my birthday. That's true. Usually by the end of October. By the end of October, nigga, it almost snowed the day after Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I almost did. Like, it was almost guaranteed, nigga. No, this year it snowed the day after your birthday. Yeah. It didn't stick around long, but it, it snowed. Because my birthday was beautiful, then it got cold after. Yeah, that. it was like fucking summer. Indian summer. Yeah, my birthday was like 75 degrees, nigga. 80 degrees. <laughs> the next day, a motherfucker hit, motherfucker text me and was like, so you just, you just, you just took the last good day, huh? I said, I, I said, you saved it for me, nigga. Can I have something? You took everything from me. You took it all. <laughs> Can I have something? I tell you what, we're about to have a break. Cool beans. <laughs> Oh, welcome. Whoa. Oh, somebody else didn't put their phone on side. Oh, my God. That's a quarter in the jar. <laughs> it is a quarter in the jar. <laughs> uh, what's the most you pay for a pair of uh, Birkenstocks? I don't know if the fuck a Birkenstock is. Are the shoes? Yeah. What do they look like? Them sandals. Oh, I wouldn't pay for those at all. Well, I don't wear sandals. Somebody just paid $218,000 for that particular pair of Birkenstocks. Who have them first? They're Steve Jobs. The okay. creator of Apple. Yeah. They're Steve Jobs worn Birkenstocks. And they just sold at auction. $218,000. Just for some damn Birkenstocks. Well, hey, I mean, if he wants to smell his feet, he can do that. They're worn, huh? Yeah, they're worn and they're worn out. Like, like they're beat to shit because you know Steve Jobs didn't give no fucks about no money. Nah. He wore what he wanted to wear. Yeah. Nah, I didn't do it. Yeah, I guess if you got the money, man, you a fan of a nigga, man. Maybe you can. I ain't, I ain't gonna do it. Nah, I feel you on that. Steve Jobs Birkenstock sold for $218,750. A few days ago after they went on sale. After they went on sale at auction. Person ended up buying a, the actual pair and an NFT of them. Oh, okay. Sounds smart. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to buy them Birkenstocks from me, but. <laughs> she 
somebody else who gives a flying fuck about if they was in an auction, that means that's where the bid went up to. Yeah, that's true. So somebody else bid close to it. I wonder what they started out as though. Yeah, he, he won the bid. <laughs> he won the motherfucking bid. Two hundred eighteen thousand. I got a funny story, man. A uh, a Memphis news crew was recently robbed. Well, right. <laughs> Suspects took the camera, the tripod, and a few other things. Damn. The kid that took the camera and the tripod decided to post a picture of him with the camera and then tagged the news anchor, Jeremy Jeremy Pierre of Fox 13 in Memphis. This nigga said, see the picture? Yeah. This nigga said, Jeremy Pierre, how you work the record button on this camera? Jerry Pierre replied back and said, hell, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This dumb love. Oh, my God. All right, so what happened? There's no follow-up to it yet, bro. It literally happened yesterday. (laughs) That's hilarious. Look at the picture. Look at the picture he posted to him with the camera. How you work the record button on this? <laughs> he said, hell, man, I don't know. You think they have smaller cameras by now? Oh, man. <laughs> man that was good shit. That's fucking crazy. Fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> How you work the record button? How you work the record button? <laughs> Nigga Jeremy said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know, nigga. Yeah, they about to get him. He's done. Yeah. He's done. You use your social media and you tag him in it. Yeah. They better get it. Hope it's a clone there. page. But damn, you got your face on he there. He's so. real name. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's over. Yeah, I just deleted it, so I don't know what his real name was. But he said that shit from his page. <laughs> well, edgy. I'm a fucking stupid boy. You better go through and delete that shit. Silly ass boy. Well, an old man decided to shove a jump rope up his dick hole. Uh. He shoved a sofa up his dick hole uh. and it reached his bladder. Oh. Basically, get himself a catheter. Yeah. With a jump rope. Uh, look at the x ray. Oh, look at the x ray. Look at the x ray, bro. God. That motherfucker is in there, nigga. It's in the bladder. An elderly man is receiving, is recovering after shoving a jump rope so far up his penis that it got stuck in his bladder. Doctors from Tokyo Medical University detailed. Oh, he's Japanese? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detailed the story of the unidentified Japanese man in a September study published in Urology Case Reports. The 79 year old man went to see a physician after experiencing difficulty urinating. His bladder was examined. The doctors located a large object. He admitted that he had inserted a 90-inch jump rope into his penis 
and into the bladder. Medics rushed him to the nearby hospital where an x-ray revealed a wire-like cord form forward object. The situation quickly turned into a serious matter when doctors discovered they could not pull the rope out through the penis hole due to it becoming entangled as the bladder contracted. Although it was no simple task, surgeons were... Conducted surgery was conducted by making an incision into the man's abdominal abdominal area through to his bladder and removing the rope. Uh. While the man never explained what led him to inflict such pain on himself, God. such acts have been attributed to a risky sexual act known as We don't need to know. Urethral <laughs> sounding. This practice is extremely dangerous, resulting in long-term or often irreversible effects. In recent years, urethral sounding has gained more popularity through experts. It's even popular. through experts warns against it. It's fucking popular. It's popular through more recent years. Bray shoved a 90-inch jump rope up his dick. All right, fuck that. Who sits there? And says, you know what? That that jump rope over there looks real good. Looks real, dick. yeah. Put that up my dick. <laughs> okay. So in the process of unknotting the jump rope from the little plastic. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's still 90 inches. 90 inches of jump rope up his dick. <sighs> Have you ever had the catheter? Yes. That's why I'm squirming. Me too. <laughs> twice. Two different surgeries. Twice. Three. Three different surgeries. Three times. They were all terrible. Hey, they're terrible. They hurt. They hurt. They're, they're no fun. Have you ever been like awake when they took one out? Yeah. When I got shot, nigga, the, the nurse was taking that motherfucker out of my shit, bro. It felt like she was rolling up like a hose in the front yard. Like, uh, it just felt like it was. That's an exit, not an entrance. It felt like it was like, it felt like it was at the back of my eyeball. And she just started pulling it and it like came through my whole body. And then like, it was like a popping noise when it came out of my dick. Bro. Uh, why would you do that to yourself? Uh, why would you just do that to yourself? I feel sorry for females. They gotta go when they gotta go through it. They gotta do it more, you know, damn near more than us. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And they say it's becoming popular. They say it's becoming popular. Yeah. They say it's becoming popular. Yeah, I'm good on that one. 90 inches of money is jump over this dick. Gross. Disgusting. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold the fuck up. How old was he? 79. That's the even worse part. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? I thought we were talking about a young dude. No, this is a 79-year-old man. What are you doing? Where did he get the job, bro? Papa, what are you doing from Dick Sporting Goods? (laughs) That's the title. From Dick Sporting Goods. (laughs) Yeah, that's that basic. (laughs) That beast right there, I think everybody's going to feel some type of way about this one. 
dick squirt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where he, that's, yeah. Why? Why are you doing that to yourself, OG? Papa. Oh, goodness. Papa, what are you doing? Hey, where the fuck did you find that? Jesus. <clears throat> that's one for your ass right there. I don't know where I found it, man. Actually, it's one for his dick. One for his dick. <laughs> Damn. So I tell you like I tell everybody else, man. Anybody that knows us and knows who watch this pod, man. Me and PM scoured the earth for this shit. Oh, man. We, we, we try to make a... We try to make a conscious attempt not to talk about everything every other podcast and news form yeah, is talking about. Exactly. So even when it's like some... Man. Widespread nationwide news. We just touch on that shit real quick and move on. Yes, we sir. be diving into the darkest parts of the motherfucking earth to find this shit. Boy, that one's wild. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Not from no 79 year old man. 90 inch jump rope in the dick, my nigga. Oh my goodness. In the dick, nigga. Yeah. They said it wasn't an easy task. I bet it wasn't. <laughs> I bet the fuck it was. Yeah. Even the kidney said, we are an exit, not an entrance. Yeah, nigga, what are you doing? Uh, uh, Jesus. All right, uh, I got the hood dashing. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, teens try to dine and dash, drive off with employee on car hood. What? Yeah. Was that shit coming out of his check? Huh? I, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. That shit must have been coming out of his check. It's it happened in uh, Willoughby, Ohio. Where? Willoughby, Ohio. He knew them kids. Ain't nothing but seven <laughs> people in Willoughby, Ohio. You fuck what you tell me. You can send me the population number, nigga. I'm going to scratch <laughs> it off and send it back to you. It's going to say seven. <laughs> <laughs> they all go to the same school. Uh, police in Ohio say a dangerous chase ensued after a group of teenagers allegedly ran out on their bill at Buffalo Wild Wings. So, Kayla. Three. Kayla oh, this is a chick. Kayla Sherman was working at Buffalo Wild Wings at 9.30 p.m. Sunday in Willoughby, Ohio. When three teenagers came in, asked for a table or food to go. When the food came, the teens allegedly left without paying a $115 bill. They had a real bill. They had a real bill. My bad, John. Sherman says the manager ran out the front door after the teens in an attempt to get their license plate yeah, information. Shit, come out of his chair. And she followed him. Uh, the manager tried to get the registration off. This is what her what she's saying. Oh, this, excuse me, the lieutenant. Uh, the manager tried to get the registration off the back of the vehicle. The rear passenger removed the temporary tag from the rear window. <laughs> <laughs> they were not playing. <laughs> uh, Sherman and another employee were near the suspect's car when the when the when police say the 16 year old female started driving, knocking Sherman onto the floor onto the hood of the white BMW. Uh, she took off with Sherman trying to hang on. So she ran into her. Uh, she, a, they're yelling at me saying, I have a gun in the, in the vehicle. They had a sunroof and they were throwing things out of the sunroof at me. <laughs> this is what Sherman said. Another employee was hanging. Another employee was hanging onto the door of the car. God damn. And Sherman said she got dragged. They said, we not playing this shit today. He let go of the car. Yeah, he let go of the car in the shopping plaza's uh, parking lot. 
In the police dash cam video, Sherman can be seen hanging onto the car in the parking lot. But the situation got worse. The police say the driver turned onto the street by a busy intersection and started driving at speeds of up to 60 miles an hour. Shit. With the nigga on the hood? With the chick on the hood. With the chick on the hood. Yeah. All right, I can give you my own uh, personal experience or some shit like that. Uh, oh, let me tell you what they charged with, my bad. Uh, the 16-year-old driver and the 17-year-old friends. So, damn. That's terrible. The 16-year-old leader. Mm-hmm. All three faces, uh, all three face charges. The driver's a felony charge. And that's it. Okay. Once upon a time, back in those years, I was with a unnamed person. <laughs> and this is back when uh, you could just pull up and pump gas. Oh, I love them days. I miss those days. And we always did just these few spots, right? And we pulled up. I'm in the passenger seat. We pulled up and pumped the gas and went to pull off. And the teller ran out and jumped on this nigga hood that I was riding with. And we drove had we drove from like Emerson to like Keystone with this nigga on the hood. And finally like he rolled off at like the intersection of Keystone. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long walk back, buddy. Just for work. I guess it's a uh, nice little break. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be the something in the morning. On that motherfucker, man, that might have been his gas station. It had to be. For him to try to save it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a tobacco road, nigga. He used to be able to pull up at Tobacco Road. Pump away, nigga. It was red white. Pump away, nigga. That and Swifty. Yeah, that and Swifty. Oh, boy. Just pull up and pump away. Shit, uh. <laughs> I remember one night we did a Dine and Dash. 30th in Arlington used to be, uh, I think it was Sunshine. Right there. Either Sunshine or, uh. Nah, it wasn't a Waffle House. It had to be a Sunshine. What was it? 30th in Arlington. Where his place either is now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. What was that? I think it was a Sunshine. Because that was back when the little strip club was right down the street, too. Yep. Right, that, that's like the Motel 8. Yes, sir. I don't remember the name of it, but... So, we was in there. We was teenagers, too. It was back when I had my bond bill, so I was probably about 16, 17. And it was probably about eight or nine of us. You know what I mean? The whole place was crowded. We seen these two chicks. They was causing commotion, and then they ended up doing it. So, we was like, well, shit. Let's go ahead and leave after them. So we all get up and poof, take off, get to the cars, go. We, we get out. Get all the way to the crib. Can't get in because my cousin ain't there. So they got caught. Yeah. <laughs> and all he did was pay for his meal. And then came back and cussed us out. We was like, we, we, he was like why y'all run? He was like, we was like man, this is part of the plan, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Just doing what teenagers do, shit. <laughs> you, we used to tear up, nigga. The tear ass of the thing back on. It was the wrong place to do that at. Washington Street, by the mall. Uh-huh. That Denny's was right there where the vitamin shop and all that shit is now. I know you're talking about. Man, you used to tear famous Denny's. they ass down. Yeah. <laughs> tear they ass down. 
I remember that, Danny. We used to pull up, nigga. I wouldn't even park in their parking lot because they shit had too many, like, little obstacles to go through. Yeah. I would park over there by, like, Kids R Us. Like, talking about. And walk into Denny's and eat. <laughs> and, nigga, we'd all, and, nigga, dip off and run across that motherfucking parking lot. And, like, it'd be sometimes they come out and, like, see us running. And they, like, wouldn't even chase because we wasn't getting in no car. They couldn't get no plate. Right. Because they couldn't, like, catch us. No. They just wanted to take, get a get your plate number and shit. Nigga, my car would be around the corner by that little bank, nigga, by kids for us, nigga. We get in that motherfucker and take off. <laughs> we used to tear their ass up all the time. Yeah, yeah. We used to take, like, you know, wait like a, like a month to go back. Yeah, you, you, don't, know, you don't go back automatically. Nah, you, you know, wait a while. The turnaround time when the motherfuckers is, is crazy. So you go in there a month later, nigga. Somebody's a whole new staff. Don't nobody remember you. Yeah. <laughs> and the cook ain't gonna remember you because he can't see you. And the thing is, in that month, <laughs> even if it's the same staff, in that month, they done had six, seven, ten other groups of teenagers do the same shit, nigga. Yes, sir. You just some more kids. <laughs> oh, man. Like, uh, shit back in Terre Haute days, they had a motherfucker this when everybody started getting jobs. And I'm like, I was kind of, you know, I was I hung with older people and shit, so. Yeah. They had jobs. The friends, the friends had jobs and shit. So we would go go swimming, then go to McDonald's. They'd be like, give me a, give me fifty cent. You know, everybody get chip in, get fifty cents. So they go up there buy whatever they buy. They just like just go sit down. They come back. It'd be a whole two, three trays full of burgers and fries and cups for drinks and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's when they just. That's when they did. Had the uh, the shoots, the burgers and shit already right there, ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So, shit. Yeah, them was days, man. <laughs> Those good old days. Good old days. Man, I got one for you, bro. All right. I call this nigga the Michigan Trap God. Okay. Michigan pharmacist accused, accused of running a $15 million cough syrup scheme. I saw that. I saw that. He allegedly would buy large quantities of cough syrup to sell to the street dealers, he resold 300,000 bottles over the last three years. Yep. Michigan. You got all the rappers. Michigan <laughs> farmers accused of running a multi-million dollar cost syrup scheme is facing charges. He allegedly would buy large quantities and sell them back to the street drug dealers at the back of his business. He must have had like a mom and pa uh Pharmacy. pharmacy shop, one of those old, yeah, old granddaddy used to do is give it down him. Old farm or some <laughs> shit like that. This nigga he called it called Fields. Yeah, <laughs> this nigga was running and running it up <laughs> out the back door. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Hey, if he, uh, at least he didn't have a vending machine. Everybody, vending machine. That nigga was different, wasn't he? Way different. Yeah. That nigga was different. <laughs> Anybody that. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody break the fuck out, nigga. I'm cool. I'm out of here on you dog ass hoes. <laughs> yeah, that's the Michigan trap guy, man. He was getting to that real bag. Out the back door. Out the back door. I got a bullshit story for you. Alright. <sighs> The survivors of the 1921 massacre in Tulsa to Black Wall Street. Yeah. 
filed a lawsuit asking the city to pay reparations. The city tried to dismiss it three times. And the city is trying to delay it as much as they can in hopes that the clients will pass away of old age. Wait a minute. This happened in when? Right now. No, 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 no. 1921. All right. That was 100 years. There's, so, probably, yeah. there's probably kids. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's three of them. And the oldest shit is two women and a man. And a, and a man. And a man. And a man. I almost call this nigga a man. <laughs> <laughs> two women and a man. I like men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two the group. Look, hater maker. <laughs> 300 people died in one of the biggest attacks and racial violence in America history. The 1921 Black Wall Street Massacre destroyed 35 blocks of black neighborhoods in Tulsa, and the city is trying to delay payments. And so, you're telling me that those three are the last remaining remnants of, of that, of the lineage. Pay them fucking people. Pay them people. It's just three motherfuckers. Pay them people so they can lead that shit to their people. Exactly. Because they're going to they gonna die. They would have had probably more than that by now, so just go ahead and pay them people. Yeah. And this shit, they, they on Black Wall Street, they're generating their own money. They've been trying to dismiss, they've tried to get it dismissed three times. They're trying every tactic that they can to uh, delay proceedings mm. and all, basically in the hopes of, like it's not official that it's in hopes that they, they die, but that's what it sounds that's like. That's what it sounds like. They're waiting them out. Just, just waiting them out. They're waiting them out. Call for another appeal. Yeah. <laughs> Walker Rose can't have them, but, but another three months in there. She won't last this year's Chitterlings event. Yeah, she will not. <laughs> she will not <laughs> eat pig shit spaghetti and live. <laughs> Gotta give them a good old dirty batch. <laughs> the ones you can't clean. <laughs> Eco Lie. Yeah. That motherfucker's fresh. Eco Lie. That motherfucker. <laughs> Ones you cannot clean. I fuck some chillings up too. No, only no. I see. I haven't had them in um. I ain't eating the booty noodles. Listen, bro. I ain't, <laughs> had them. I ain't had them in about five years. Ever since my grandma stopped cooking, because she got too old. I understand, but because my grandma cleaned them up, it was so good. She had a pot of chillings big as this goddamn table. On the stove, and not a goddamn hint of anything in there. Mm-mm. Nigga, she, cause you know, you go to a motherfucker's house, you can tell they've been Oh, yeah, you can tell. Her shit's serious, nigga. Like, they, they, there ain't a motherfucking smell, nigga. They've been, and them was the only ones I've trusted. And uh-huh. I remember when I started eating her shit, I went to a couple of different houses, mm-hmm. and motherfuckers, like, I got children, and I went over and opened that panda. No, I don't. Not those. That don't smell right. I'm good. So I ain't, I ain't had a bowl of booty noodles in in, in about about five six years. Cause and 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 grandma ain't cooking no more. And grandma about to be like a hundred years old, bro. She's not cooking no more. And I'm not eating nobody else's shit. Nah, I feel you on that. Shit, they had a. Uh, I just watched a video, dude, down in uh, I want to say something like Nashville, might be on the outskirts of Nashville, around but end of August, September. They have a fair. And at this fair, they got a booth for chitlins. A booty noodle booth. Yep. And you go up there, you got to pick your number. 
and you only get one plate, and they cost $20, and they're there till they run out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's a good portion. You know, they give you the, the, the main port, the course of chitlins, yeah. and then a whole bunch of sides and bread and shit like that. You know what I'm I remember going to somebody else, and I trusted their chitlins, but by the time I got them, they put some hog moths on my plate, too. I like and I was balls. disgusted. You don't like those? That's pig balls, right? I, I thought they were part of this. I don't know. That shit, I don't know. I've had some before. They were pretty cool. And if they weren't, what they would say it was, I feel like, you ever seen Funny Farm? Chevy Chase? When he was in their restaurant, even though they was counting like, oh, that's that's the record. Yep. They were sheep balls. Sheep balls, man. Don't tell me what the fuck they are if I'm eating them. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think they're good. And I'm eating them. And you surprise me. Don't, just don't fuck me over like that. <laughs> yeah, I think they're they pig balls. We got done like that one time with lamb. Not niggas don't eat lamb like that. I love lamb. So we went to a. Uh, I'll fuck a lamb up. We went to. I a, catch a lamb right now. I cut <laughs> him up and char him. <laughs> but we didn't know. And it was ground lamb and it's chili. I think we went for an Eads festival. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all we kept eating. We just kept eating this chili. And my aunt was Ooh. like, we're not going to tell you what's in that. So, uh. Whatever. So later on, she told us, she was like, it was lamb. I was like, well, I'm, I'm cool. I eat euros. So, yeah, I'm good. My cousin was like, oh, because that's the one they talking about. Uh, uh, you know, he wouldn't eat a lamb because they just, he heard the, the, the farmers fuck lambs and shit. <laughs> but that was his that was his phobia, not eating lamb. And my, uh, <laughs> my most recent ex wife, her, uh, her daddy be going to just go hunting and shit. And he would come back with, with deer meat. Mm. And he would make like deer meat chili and deer burgers and yeah. shit. And, and they wouldn't fuck with it, but I'll tear that shit to the ground. So he'd call me up and over and fucking eat his chili with me. And they'd be over there watching the game, eating right, chili, yeah. eating fucking big deer jerky. That about like deer and jerky. Like, yeah, that shit's good too. And they be talking about, I can't see how you eat that. I'm like, why not? It's good. You eat a goddamn cow. Yeah, yeah, venison is good. Yeah, venison is fucking delicious. That's roasted with some barbecue sauce. Yeah, venison mm. is fucking delicious, nigga. Ugh. Mm. Food porn. No segue to it, but I um, remember we was talking about Crisley. Crisley knows best in them. Oh, the chisel face dude, yeah. Having a, a little case for the fraudulent shit. Yeah. We talked about it a while yeah. back. Got a follow-up. Uh-oh. Todd and Julie Crisley have been fucked over, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Todd got... Todd's gonna have something positive nope. for us. Todd got 12 years in prison. 12 years? For bank fraud and and Ju- Julie, his wife, uh, Julie. Yeah. Julie got seven years. So what's gonna happen to their estate? Because now they still got them kids. The Grizzlies maintain their innocence throughout their investigation when prosecutors allege them with defrauding banks out of at least $30 million in fraudulent loans. Damn. An Atlanta judge sentenced Todd Grizzly to 12 years in federal prison Monday, and his wife Julie Grizzly received seven years after they were both found guilty of federal tax evasion. Todd and Julie each have to complete 16 months of probation following the end of their prison sentences. Damn. Damn. Fuck. 
Now where's their money? The couples, I thought they uh, were churchy. The couple's date to turn themselves in is January 15th, 2023. They got to turn themselves in as a couple. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. You said what, January? Yeah. Well, at least they get to spend the holidays. And yeah, they fuck all that. They get to have a uh, go figure turn out myself in party. Put some goddamn money up. Oh, they've already done that. Yeah, they've already done that. They have already done I that. fuck with them, man. Because, you know, they were cool. shit, man. I fuck with them. They was a funny family, shit. They never tried to act yeah. no other type of way or nothing, you know what I mean? My bad, y'all. Y'all fuck with them. No, like, they never even talked bad about the other son, so. Nope. My man got 12, my wife got 7. Mm. That's fucked up. It's fucked up, on Kids get to keep the house, though, sounds like. Probably. Grandma was cool as fuck, too. Grandma was cool as shit. She was? She gone? I don't know. Oh. I, I, was say, I just seen the show. It was like the grandma and the, and the kids. I hope not. I was just like saying she was. Oh, okay. So like watching the show. <laughs> okay. I don't know if she <laughs> has perished. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, prayers for Jade, the rapper Jade Money. He's, he's um, he has some vaguely regional hits mm. a few years back out of Atlanta, but he's a big deal in Atlanta. And he just got, uh, he was in his Rolls Royce in fucking LA, mm. and he got robbed and shot. And he's in the hospital fighting for his life currently. Yeah. Hey, that was perfect, yeah. And all those in that mass shooting. Yeah, yeah. Wild part is a nigga just, uh, beat cancer. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. So too. Yeah, he's a hell of an entertainer because I would have went home after that one. Right home. That's one of the ones you hold the back of your head and keep on just scratching. And they kept dancing. Fuck that. Game over. And they kept motherfucking dancing. They just had to turn that little flip on. Game over. In the beat goes on. I got one for you, bro. What's happening? It, 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 it close to home with one for you. All right. Michigan man arrested after using an Uber to commit armed robbery. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I wonder if the Uber driver got in trouble, too. We're about to find out. I've always wondered about these types. Last of week, a Southfield, Michigan man named Jason Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use an Uber to get to a Huntington Bank. Well, goddamn, I'm right with a Huntington Bank. That's my bank. Use an Uber to get to a Huntington Bank. Huntington Bank. Uh, while the rideshare driver was waiting for him to finish to, to finish inside, he was completely unaware that the 42-year-old man was robbing the bank and that he had been that, that he had been driven to. After the robbery had taken place, Christmas was taken back to his home. What? According to this. <laughs> How dumb are we? Caught him on surveillance cameras within the footage. A teller was shown giving Christmas the money <clears throat> with the die pack inside. Oh, damn. 
and him leaving in the Uber he arrived in. As he left, the license plate of the obvious the oblivious rideshare driver's car was visible and was given to the authorities. The driver was then taken to was was then located and was fully cooperative with the police by showing them where Christmas was located. Right. That's where I took him. This is a very unusual way to commit a crime robbery in our city, said the South Carolina Police Chief Evelyn Barron. Anytime you get a ride share, your identity is shared with the driver. That's what I'm thinking. Who in turn shares with the law. That's what she said. That's crazy. The charge here with law enforcement. When the police arrived at Christmas home, at Christmas's home, the red dye pack had exploded and he was covered in dye, causing officers to initially believe that they had been owed, causing officers to initially believe that he had been shot. Oh. After further investigation, they realized that he hadn't been shot. What had happened was the red dye pack had exploded. <laughs> and they found the missing cash in his pockets, which was also covered in red. According to authorities, Christmas had confessed to using the ride share company due to him having a suspended license. Okay, smart. <laughs> but not smart. <laughs> Though he successfully avoided charges of driving without a license, he was charged with armed robbery, and his bail is considered $1 million. Damn. This nigga, man. He looked like he just shit like that. How much money did he get, though? I don't even know, bro. His bonds and meal ticket. He's in jail for armed robberies. So I'm like, what did you go into the bank with? And then they they snuck you a die pack. Yeah. You know, you ain't got you ain't gotta have no gun in that motherfucker. Yeah, you I give mean, him a note, they gotta give you the money. Now I'm talking about like, what did he go with? Did he go with a bag? Did he go in with a paper, pla- I mean, a plastic bag, you know what I'm saying? Like, where do you hide the money at? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking. Because it's like, if I'm an Uber driver, I'm looking, I'm, I look at everybody. Shit. Yeah. I tell motherfuckers today, hey, uh, you can't bring that. You need to at least cover it up or something. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that shit's crazy. I, that's why I don't like to do double stops either. Shit. I ain't got time for that shit. And he just got used on the back end. Yeah. Now you part of a robbery. Didn't even know it. He lucky that that state don't have nothing uh, against that. Yep. Damn, that's fucked up. He had uh, 20 minutes of his life. Gave him a million dollar bond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a break, bro. Let's do that. When we get back, it'll be time for Florida Man. Alrighty. Florida Man time. It's a little bit colder out there. Yeah. Shit up. Jack Frost got on the gas. I got 82-year-old and Jack. You got what? 82-year-old Jack. Uh, it says, huh. It's from uh, New York Post. It's the video show, 82-year-old Florida Man. Nearly run over during carjacking. It says an elderly Florida man was nearly run over after a group of thugs carjacked him in a convenience store parking lot. A video shows. Of course, we can't show you the video, 
But uh, it says uh, footage from the uh, Raisin Broad Daylight attack released by the uh, Broward Sheriff's Office shows a mob of five men strolling over to an 82-year-old victim as he pulls into a racetrack convenience store uh, parking lot on November 5th. The group can be seen talking to the man through the window of his red Volkswagen Jetta before the driver then gets out and walks behind his car. The carjackers told the man that his tail light was out, prompting him to get out and check. But as he inspects the light, one of the men jumps into the driver's seat of the vehicle, which was still running. Uh, what the hell is this word? Huh? Oh, okay. I get it. The brave octogenarian, which means, oh, which means the man in his 80s. Then, is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Then hustles back to the driver's side door and attempts to pull the man out. He's a strong uh, 80-year-old man. Uh, the thief then hits the gas with the door still wide open, sending the elderly man hurling into the asphalt as the four assailants flee in the video. The driver can be seen riding, riding around on the ground, rolling around on the ground in pain, unable to get out. Right. The carjacker then pulls around to a corner of the parking lot where one of his accomplices jumps in the car while the three others continue running on foot. Um, this is still an ongoing case and the victim only suffered minor injuries and the suspects are still at large. God damn. God damn. Robin old people. Alright, I got one here for you. Alrighty. Florida man drinks a cup of bleach after oh, jury finding guilty of armed robbery. I knew it. I knew that, it when I seen it. You got that one? Yeah. Goddamn. I knew it when I seen it. Jermaine Bell, 38, has spent more than three years in custody for a December 2018 robbery for which he was convicted. He allegedly pulled a gun on employees at a Millennium Engineering plant while he was while he was a carrier. Bell was seen drinking the bleach from a white disposable cup before an officer approached him with a trash can <laughs> and attempted to have the inmate spit up the liquid. But Bell continued to drink from the cup until he eventually sat down. He immediately became very sick after drinking the bleach. <laughs> he was transported out of the courtroom. Yes, sir. This nigga tried to take himself out with some bleach, bro. Hell yeah. That's the thing about it, man. Uh, the Reverend, you used to get that part? No. It says, uh, it says uh, I see him drinking something that's not right. This is Reverend Jerome Starling. Okay. He's a distant relative of Bill. Uh, his attorneys are letting him drink it. Corrections letting him drink it. All of a sudden, I see him collapse. And I said, how could this happen? Yeah. How did it with this? He says that the, there needs to be accountability for what happened in the courtroom. And then Bill's cousin said who recorded the incident says she immediately attempted to save it. <laughs> That's crazy, man. 
he tried to take himself out. <laughs> he tried to take himself out the gang. For an armed robbery. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. He didn't want to, uh, he want to pay the, he want to pay the cost of being the boss. Nah, he couldn't. Is that, would that take your second one? Yeah, that was my second one. I got another one. Uh, a motherfucker, uh, uh, a man got sentenced to life yeah. after coercing a 12 year old girl to live stream sexual acts of herself. So, these motherfuckers, <laughs> I passed on any of them articles today. Bro, so much of it. So much of it. Um, Florida man sentenced to life for coercing a 12 year old girl to live stream sexually exploited video of herself. Tampa, a Tampa Florida man was sentenced to life in prison for coercing a child to perform two live stream sexually, video, sexually explicit videos of herself. Prosecutors announced on Friday. Andre Maurice Lewis, 37. Orlando was sentenced Friday after he pled guilty to enticement of a minor on August 15th. Prosecutor said Lewis coerced, coerced the 12-year-old girl, coerced the 12-year-old daughter of one of his friends into live-streaming a sexually explicit video of herself. Damn, one of his friends? Yeah. He reportedly contacted her via social media platform Snapchat but did not reveal his true identity and said he was 20 years old. Still. In a series of texts and audio messages she sent Lewis, the child made it clear that she was very scared and distressed. She told Lewis she was just a little girl and he, and she pleaded with him to leave her alone because she did not want to be on the internet doing shit like that. But Lewis continued to pressure the child into sending him explicit material and even threatened to tell her parents about their Snapchat conversation if she did not comply. Lewis provided evidence that that he knew the child's parents to underscore his ability to carry out his threats. Hmm. He provided evidence to her that he knew the child. I know your mom, your daddy's name was Terry, and type 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 shit. So out of fear, the girl live streamed a sexually explicit video of herself at his behest. Investigators later learned Lewis had tried to do this with other minors when they asked him to leave them alone. He reportedly threatened to kidnap, rape, and kill them. What the fuck? And even sent them disturbing photos of handguns and magazines and a map of their location to prove he where they were. Wow. Prosecutor said Lewis has a prior conviction for ensuing written threats to kill or do bodily injury. Multiple agencies, including the FBI, New Orleans Police Department, and the Hillsborough County Sheriff's are investigating multiple other cases yeah. that this nigga has gone on. So Andre Maurice Lewis is a horrible person. Horrible Floridian. He's a horrible Floridian. Damn. It's a bad name, man. 
they sport goods. Bad nigga, brother. Bad nigga, brother. That's crazy. You said you had three of them? I just two. Said, just two. Yep, that was, that was, that was it for my, um, that was it for my, my Florida man's. All right. Well, I got this uh, this one melanated mag here. I ain't got no melanated mag, so I'm listening to you. All right, it's uh, Corn Kid. It says, uh, Corn Kid handed out 40,000 cans of corn at a food bank ahead of Thanksgiving. It says, uh, few people love corn as much as seven-year-old Tariq, better known as the Corn Kid, who went viral in August for uh, his love about corn, especially now that he knows the, that corn is real. So when Green Giant said, yeah, so when Green Giant decided to kick up efforts to make corn the real centerpiece of Thanksgiving by donating corn and coming up with some cool new base recipes, there was no one better to become the face of the corn than the corn kid himself. Um, it says, uh, not only did he donate corn, but Tariq helped out with many new kid-friendly canned corn recipes like Corn Kids Corn Casserole and Corn Kids Corniest Mac and Cheese. And this uh, partnership does not end there. Tariq will be representing Green Giant at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this Thursday. Oh, shit. Yes, sir. And his name is Tyreek. They didn't give a last name, but he's seven years old. The Corn oh, shit, Kid. little man. Do your thing, Corn, corn Child. <laughs> Child, <laughs> you think that's often melanated? Yeah, sequels, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna go first. How I many you got? Got two. All right, I got two, too. Oh, yeah, I'll go first. Argument leads to a Memphis man shooting at a nine is at his nine month pregnant girlfriend's stomach. Damn. I think it happened in Memphis this week. Yeah, so that's it. On Wednesday, November 16th, in Memphis, Tennessee, an argument between Alvin Butler, that's the, that's the fecal, okay. and his nine-month pregnant girlfriend became violent and dangerous. According to according to Action News 5, in Memphis, the two were in the victim's vehicle, and a heated argument began. The 31-year-old wanted to end their relationship, which the victim claims frequently occurs. The thing. When he became frustrated with his lack of employment throughout her pregnancy, when the soon-to-be mother agreed to break up, he became irate, and the verbal argument quickly turned into a physical. After hitting her multiple times, he pulled out a handgun and pointed it at her. He then fired a shot toward her stomach. Fortunately, he missed the two victims, and the victim was able to call the police once the two had reached their destination. And she was able to run to a nearby gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Alvin Butler was arrested and charged with two counts of attempted first-degree murder and two counts of discharging a firearm with intent to commit a felony. Mm -hmm. 
His bond has been set at five hundred thousand and is scheduled to appear in court December second. Damn. Yeah. He got emotional issues. Yeah. Nah, he got heavy emotional issues. Says an ongoing thing that you want you want to break up and be back together. Mm -hmm. You go listen to a sad R and B song. You want to be daddy again? Yeah, yeah, that's a that type of nigga. Hmm. He just got the busting out of motherfucker. I ain't got nothing that dangerous this week. Okay, I got something highly disrespectful though. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, this is sent to me by Johan uh, James. He's a avid listener and a YouTube watcher. So hey, out there, Johan, uh, thank you. Um. This one's called uh, Pyramid Bitch. Shout out to you, Ron. Uh, <laughs> being involved. He does. Yeah, this one's called Pyramid Bitch. Okay. Uh, tourist faces backlash after dancing on Mayan Pyramid in Mexico. I saw that. That white woman. Yeah. Lady bitch. Uh, an angry mob in Mexico poured water on a clueless female tourist, hurled insert insults at her, and demanded that she be locked up after she ascended the ancient Mayan Pyramid and was filmed and was filmed dancing on the stairs. The unidentified woman, who was said to be a Spanish national, sparked an outrage Monday when she ignored the rules barring visitors from climbing Mayan Temple of Kukulkan and Chichen Itza. Whatever, whatever the name of that. Chichen Itza. That's the name of the city which is named in uh, 2007 one of the new Seven Wonders of the World by UNESCO. It was after reaching the top, she gyrated her hips and waved her arm yeah. in celebration, drawing loud jeers from a large crowd of tourists observing her wild antics from the ground. Uh, some of them were calling her disrespectful visitor, an asshole, and an idiot, yeah. and a bitch and a cunt. A bitch and a cunt. Uh, they... They kept chanting, jail, 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 lock her up. Uh, the blonde woman sporting red pants, uh, bright red tights, and a blue t-shirt ducked in the, uh, tucked, yeah, she ducked in the temple room before descending the stairs 365 steps. She was met at the base by officials with Mexican, with the Mexican Institute of Anthropology and, and History, uh, along with the uh, furious crowd. And yeah, they was, they was fucking her up. Seen it. They was fucking oh, her up. Uh, she kept there like, what? And he was like, bitch. <laughs> Nobody goes up there. Like, Yeah, they had it all blocked off. Yeah. She went, she went inside that motherfucker, too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she was arrested by the local police and slapped with an unspecified fine for climbing the World Heritage Site, which has been off limits to visitors since 2008 to protect it from destruction, erosion, and graffiti. Yeah. I see the video. She was up there doing her little dance. She thought everything was cool. <laughs> and she ain't the only one. Uh, they said last, like about a year ago, the incident comes, yeah, after a, a nearly a year after a woman from Tijuana, Mexico, was fined for climbing the same pyramid while allegedly drunk. And she, from Tijuana, you, you understand. Like, yeah, you shouldn't do that shit. <clears throat> Fucking idiot. Uh, I did the BM shooter right Who? Yeah. Their mom shooter. Oh, oh, man. This one was a special place in my heart. A people? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
United Kingdom's authorities. <laughs> Go ahead. In the UK, there's a rap slash hip hop store with a recording studio in the back called the Boombox. Mm-hmm. But ever since the day it opened, the staff who worked there has reportedly been undercover cops. And the shop was a large sting operation to trap young black men in the area. Damn. Damn, it's the police? Police opened the studio. <laughs> they opened a record store and a studio. <laughs> the entire studio staff were undercover police the whole entire time. Wow. And while that is a good idea. That is a good, that's a great idea. Fuck you. But that's very much entrapment. That's very much entrapment. Yeah, fuck you. Because now they're going in there telling their whole businesses. You dirty brits. Fuck you, niggas. Hey, come on, mate. Yeah, come on fuck down. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get me caught in the stew. In the stew. In the stew. The man's in Come on, fam. Man's in them. The man's in them giving <laughs> music. Recording the stew. <laughs> Dirty bitch. My man's is fire blazing booth. Yeah, fire blazed the booth. <laughs> Burn down to the ground. Man's I'm telling them. you, fam. Mm-hmm. No I disrespect. Hate, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Eggs Benny. Oh my god. <laughs> Dylon, Dylon. Oh shit. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Spit hot fire. Hot fire. Rapa pum pum. Rapa pum pum ping. Yeah, fuck them, man. Fuck the UK police force. What happened though? Did they get anybody? They got a bunch of niggas. You know what they did? And they finally just get, they got so many niggas. But they had to shut the whole shit down. The niggas figured out <laughs> that it was a. Uh, 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 every time anybody goes in there, Fugazi ass studio. I surprised they ain't burn it down. They should have. Dirty bitches, fuck. <laughs> uh, this is uh, attorney defrauding. That's it. It goes uh, a former Stamford. Attorney at Amberwood, Stamford, the city. Okay. Not, oh, not Stamford. Yeah, yeah, not the Stamford. college. Stamford. This is a Stamford, Connecticut. Okay. So, a form, former Stamford attorney admits defrauding clients out of uh, 70, 720K. Jesus. A 62 year old man faces a maximum prison term of 20 years, according to prosecutors. So, these old niggas doing weird shit. Hey. He said, fuck it, he's going for the gusto. And that's how you should do it. This is how you should do it. If, if you're up there in age, and you just like, fuck it, I'm going to go big. Fuck it, man. It says, uh, a former Stanford attorney waives his right to be indicted and pleaded guilty Tuesday before a U.S. district judge in Bridgeport to one count of wire fraud stemming from an embezzlement scheme that cost clients over, a little over 7200 $720,000. Mm. A lot of money. Yeah, William McCullough, 62, of Westerly, Rhode Island, faces a maximum prison term of 20 years. Uh, 
So Vanessa Roberts Avery is the United States Attorney for the District of Connecticut. Uh, says uh, what? Oh, it says that McCullough is released pending sentencing. Mm. It is according to the documents and statements made on court Tuesday prior to his resignation from the Connecticut Bar in March 2019. McCullough operated a law practice in Stanford for several years. As part of his practice, McCullough worked on real estate transactions for clients. In that capacity, McCullough received funds from clients and knew he was required to deposit those funds in an interest on lawyers' trust account. So that's something that they got going on. And used them in accordance with his duties to to each client. It says uh, in March 2018, the Connecticut Statewide Grievance Committee audited McCullough's account and found that he had failed to maintain required documents for several years. The audit revealed that more than $1.27 million was due to clients. But the I that organization accounted, they uh, they held less than uh, 600000 back. That's why it was so cheap. So a uh, subsequent criminal investigation revealed that McCullough defrauded clients by using funds... Using funds in his IOLTA account to cover uh, to cover funds owed to others, and it's for his own use. And it says that uh, he made false representations to clients, including providing a false and inaccurate closing statement to at least one individual to prevent the scheme from being uncovered. Uh, yeah, they lost seven hundred and twenty thousand through this scheme. Down there a million, down there a million ticket. Yeah, and it says sentencing has not been scheduled. This is a matter. This matter is being investigated by the U.S. Secret Service and the Wallingford Police Department, and is being prosecuted by U.S. by Assistant U.S. Attorney Jennifer R. Delari. Delari, I don't know how to pronounce that. Okay. Well, yeah, he's he's a dirty, dirty he's lawyer. A dirty, dirty dog. All right. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't get too deep this week. I pushing the Uber circuits too damn hard. See, I don't know what he made, man. Hey, it's the holidays. Life was on my ass this week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, by the time this goes up, it should be Black Friday, but we're recording this the night before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hope y'all had a good one. Hope you ate good. Yeah, we spent a good time with your families. Hope that the food was plentiful. Yes, sir. Go right fuck up the stuffing. Order mac and cheese. Order mac and cheese. And if, you, if you're lucky, somebody... What did he, did he make? Potato salad around this time of year? I don't know. It's a summer thing? I never eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> It goes good with the cranberry nah, sauce. Man, I don't eat that shit either. You don't know what you're missing. Man. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't eat turkey either, for real, for real. This is deep fried. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I fuck the ham up. I fuck ham. I fuck up ham, macaroni, mm-hmm. cheese, greens, dressing. Dressing is my shit. Okay. When I get to a motherfucking house, the way I judge how they got down is by the dressing. What you put on it though? You put gravy nope, on it? No, I don't want gravy on my shit because the right dressing should have a nice moistness to it. <laughs> it shouldn't be fucking, this ain't stovetop stuffing, nigga. It shouldn't be baked 
should be. I just like the flavor. You should have some some moistness when you scoop that shit out that pan. I feel you. I ain't gonna to go too crazy and get to putting them big ass chopped up ass onions and peppers and all that shit. Bitch, don't chop them up. This what is wrong with you? Dice them. Yeah, you gotta dice. This is a this is a diceable situation. That is true. You gotta get your knife skills out on that. Fucking weird. You got no rough cuts. This ain't dressing salad. This is dressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, like yeah, like always, y'all be safe. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. Drop a comment, send me email. Yes, sir. Top, we talk back. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. This year is almost coming to an end. Too damn close. It's very close. Shit, we well, appreciate y'all, man. We yeah, yeah. Peace, peace. Y'all next week.